0: Hello and welcome to Dropping at the Movies. I'm Mike. And I'm Jose. And today we're talking about X, a slasher film, old school horror, uh, written and directed by Ty West, who I I haven't heard of. I haven't heard of. And he's made other films that neither of us have seen. Yes. Um... I didn't know very much about this. I knew it was 18 rated, and that's always a cause for excitement because so much stuff is doled down for 15 or 12 to make the money and whatnot. Kind of excited to see proper 18 rated stuff. Um, I knew it was sex related. Um, it's about these young adults, teens, six of them. Uh, they want to make a porn film. They rent. This is in 1979 in Texas. They rent a place on a homestead, farmstead owned by this very, very old couple very very old like crypt keeper old um with the white hair that's creepy and ugh, all of that sort of stuff um it really builds on tropes like that um to make this porn movie they haven't told them that's what they're going to do and all this but that's what they're doing um and then people start getting picked off in in very very gruesome ways and one of the most exciting things about this film was your reactions to it I hated every moment of it. You were jumpy, you were screaming. I mean, I've never seen a film, I know you hated it. I've never seen a film get this kind of reaction from you, though.
1: Well, as you know, I don't like horror. Mm -hmm. And one of the reasons why I don't like horror is because I don't like seeing stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So I feel I have to see it for professional reasons, and I do. Um, And, you know, sometimes I'm very pleasantly surprised. I mean, sometimes I end up, you know, liking stuff uh, very much, Mm. Uh, like Get Out and things like that. But but I hated this on many, many levels.
0: Yeah, I, I didn't uh, like it very much either. But not for the same... Well, maybe for some of the same reasons, but not for that reason in particular. I mean, what I liked was getting to sit next to you while you jumped, you know? And I didn't find it um, horrific in a way that was unpleasant to me or offensive or anything like that. Like, I kind of... I, I mean, it just kind of washed over me, that stuff. The gore and the... And the well, I, 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 I really didn't like it. Yeah. Um... I just didn't think much of it. See, so the thing is, I, I wouldn't normally be particularly interested in a slasher, um, except that I had seen people talking about this. Mm. And from the setting, um, I vaguely, I guess, got the impression that it had some it had some interest in filmmaking and some self-referentiality and, and that kind of thing. So that was kind of what was interesting to me in principle. Yes. I actually I don't think it's that sophisticated.
1: No, but it's what I like best about this film. Sure. You know... Uh, The talking about porn in the coming context of VHS, Mm -hmm. you know, and how this guy who wants to make like porn, but art and, you know, where you position the camera can create a a different image. All that stuff was neat. I like that. And I like the period feel Mm. and I loved the the music, you know. Yeah, it's a film that you feel...
0: It's a film that you feel has not had that much money spent on it, apart from the soundtrack. Yeah. Which, the, the amount of money that's gone into clearance for Don't Fear the Reaper, Landslide. Um, we, we, what were we singing on the way home? Um, I forget, but, Bad Case of Loving You, Robert Palmer. Yeah. Uh,
1: it's, a lo- it's a lot of classic songs yeah. uh, from the period. Um, but, but I kind of... I, I find it almost like an immoral film, mm-hmm. you know, because it's meant to creep you out and disgust you by age yeah Mm -hmm. kind of age is what's meant to be horrible frightful disgusting right uh and so on thus you know kind of spurring on Mm -hmm. the murders until you get to the final girl i mean it's a classic final girl film Mm -hmm. yeah and i suppose the only thing that it does new with it is you know, that it's a porn star that survives. <laughs>
0: I don't think that's the only thing that it does that's new or kind of slightly novel. The the villains, as it turns out, well, I suppose as it turns out, I mean I guess you should be suspecting it, is this old couple. Um, and the woman in particular is I, I think at some point you kind of feel sorry for her because she's jealous of the beauty and youth. I never feel sorry for her. Okay, well, you you might do, though. Um, You you can certainly see what I'm getting at right. I do like that. She's jealous of of the beauty and youth of these people. And she's jealous of how freely they are. She's spying on them while they're shooting these porn scenes. Um, And she's clearly very jealous. And the husband is very aware of this. He can't have sex with his wife. His heart is very weak, and that's why he can't, um, even though he really would like to. Um, So she is... She she's a morass of this unfulfilled sexual desire. She's still very, very sexually um she wishes she was sexually active. She, you know, in her head she's got a libido and all this, mm-hmm. right?
1: And the loss of beauty uh has driven her to murder.
0: Yeah, and the yeah, and, and that jealousy and so on. And the thing that I think is kind of novel about it is um in Slashers, it's such a classic thing to have the sexually active kids. Being punished for their sexual activity through murder, as indeed they they all die here, right? So I'm not saying. Well, except that the porn star is the one who survives. Except the porn star is the one who survives. So you're right, and also the first one who dies is in fact the prude. Mm. Um, I mean, we're we're led to believe that another character is going to be a prude Mm. anyway, Um, but the very the the clearly uh, prudish one, who's the filmmaker guy, um, is the first one who goes. Um, So that is kind of that's interesting. It is trying to it is trying to invert that trope. Um not I mean only
1: I, I, I think only in terms of what I said because you know, it's still only the final girl who survives, right? That's it. But, you know, the final girl who survives is it turns out, spoilers, the daughter of a televangelist mm-hmm. yeah, who keeps
0: repeating don't accept your I won't accept a life that I don't deserve, something like, something that. like that. It's something quite millennial. And yeah, <laughs> so
1: she rejects the Christianity for porn, and she ends up surviving, which actually I do think in a classic mm. slasher film is the table's turning. Yeah. But that's, that's it. They all do get picked off one by one. And actually, I was very disturbed by some of the elements, right? So, you know uh age and aging and loss of beauty and libido and sex drive and so on those are all themes in the film but as i said using old age to creep you out is i think terrible yeah it's kind of it's, it's kind of immoral really i think uh uh it's easy and it's also kind of wrong we're all going to get old we're all going to have saggy skin you know there are lots of filmmakers who make who turn that into something beautiful, so fair enough you know that yeah you yeah. I mean, it's an interesting idea to have a woman's loss of sexual desirability as a spark to murder, certainly hmm. you know much more original than if it were a man, but
0: it wouldn't be the first film that's done that i mean aging... what does it doesn't
1: matter if it's if it's if it's not the first one to do that I think it's kind of immoral to do that hmm. uh you know, so I didn't. I didn't like that. I also thought to make the black guy with the big dick a penis and then to make the big dick into a joke is kind of feeding into all of these stereotypes that are actually kind of, you know, ring alarm bells, really. Mm. You know, Uh, there's also the gender thing. Uh, And on several levels, right? So, for example... You know, they could also have cast the producer as the porn star. You know, that was yeah, quite normal to do that, mm-hmm. right? Like, these are small, low-budget films. Everybody pitches in yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. in everything. But no, it's only the black guy who's sexually kind of active. And it's only the women who you see the, the bodies of, right? So kind of, you know, the women are undressed. Yeah, the camera remains coy about the men, except where you know, it's clearly prosthetics when uh, you find out that actually this old couple has been doing this quite regularly because there's an old Volkswagen in the pond and there's a man who's been tied up, chained and Mm. tortured and killed and obviously sexually played with in the cellar.
0: Yeah, Yeah. if not regularly, once before. I don't know that we we have a pattern of repeatedly well no. certainly once before the it's implications
1: is that it's happened and that is you know the bit of male nudity that you see mm. yeah when you see this corpse uh, this male corpse in the cellar mm-hmm. so I thought it was all like Ugh.
0: yeah it is pretty grim and I don't really wish to defend it too much and I don't think it's very clever and that's that's really my main objection to it is I think it thinks it's being a little bit clever and cuter with all the film references and things like that than it is I don't think it is it loves its period and I think it loves the films it's building on it also it's not just slashes I mean well you could call Psycho the first slasher I guess some people do Psycho is a film it references reasonably heavily as well it's one, yes. of, the more, it's one of the heavier references porn is also 70s porn is also a reference yeah absolutely Debbie Does Dallas yeah. is, is a reference um, that's explicit so it, it loves its period and it loves the history that it's building on it starts off with looking out from the inside of the place where the, the kids are staying the, the little sort of Outhouse, whatever, on the farmstead. Um, it looked out from it, and inside it's dark, so it's framed by these two black borders. So you, the, the although the whole film is made in widescreen, the initial shot is a full-frame shot, and then that full-frame imagery keeps on coming back because we see things on TV, we see the footage of the camera as they're filming the pornos. Mm. Again, it's and actually the, the very end, the final credits...
1: Are in 16mm. Are in 16 no, millimeter
0: 4-3, to three, you know, so... It, it it has a kind of bit of a fetish for that kind of stuff. It uses these wipes that are um, very kind of artificial and, again, speak to kind of cheapness and old filmmaking.
1: Yeah, I didn't like that either. No? Yeah, I didn't like all the split-screen stuff yeah. that tries to mix one world with the other, you know, it tries to connect them both, yeah, kind of very artificially because actually what's happening in one... Part of the frame I was often not really related to what's happening with the other. No. So I thought that was cheap.
0: It's very film schooly, in that yeah, way. And,
1: and, and unappealingly so. And I hated the other thing as well, mm-hmm. you know, which which kind of elongates time. So you know, you see something, yeah, and then you see it again later on, and then you're you know, you cut back to the earlier moments, yeah. Um,
0: yeah, it does have cutting. Rather than cutting straight from one scene to another, it'll very often. Do two or three cuts from one to the other to back to and back again, back and forth, back and forth, two or three times as if the scenes are kind of bleeding into each other. But you kind what's the purpose? I didn't see any purpose. I didn't see any purpose. The other, the other bit of there editing no that's a little like that is the cross cutting between a couple of scenes where so the the girl, the porn star who ends up making it, um, goes into the house at the start because she sees this little old woman and she's like, What's going on? She's right at the start of the film. And um, she is given lemonade by this woman and it's all kind of creepy and a big Texas chain story. At the same time, in the sort of cabin... They're filming um, the kind of intro scene to the porn film where the girl set, you know, invites the guy in. Do you want some lemonade? So they're doing the same scene, effectively. They It's one person giving lemonade to another person who's come into their home. And the film cross-cuts between them. Kind of ironically, right? Because in the one scene, the girl is coming onto the guy and they're going to fuck. Mm. And in this other scene, it's really creepy and weird. What's this woman up mm. to? And it gets kind of a joke or two out of it, or at least a, a sort of slightly funny situational bit of cross-cutting. Mm. But it's not more richly purposeful than that, and I don't think it's worth it. It's it's more confusing than it's not. It's confusing the right word. It just doesn't seem it doesn't planned thought through. It doesn't convey anything. It doesn't add
1: anything. You know, it just feels like a trick. You know, Uh, uh, not even a trick. Like, uh, you know, the filmmaker's saying, oh, let's be imaginative or something, but actually it's not, and it certainly doesn't convey anything. Mm. You know, and all that it ends up doing is puzzling. It's like, why the hell is it doing this, right? Mm. Uh, and where's so, it going? Yeah.
0: And, yeah. And the answer is nowhere. It doesn't do anything Exactly. It? So, so... What about the couple of moments of... Um, it's interesting actually one of the the, the the filmmaker character who's interested in the avant-garde and mm-hmm. the french new wave and all this kind of stuff and we and we don't he says we don't have to have a narrative Narrative's too overrated because what we have to do is just give the audience what they want that's what they're here for really right so we but so we don't have to convince we can just get into the sex or whatever He's, he says something like that at one mm-hmm. point and there are a couple of moments that make me think of that in the context of the whole film which is after the first murder for instance uh the old lady having killed that filmmaker character the music's still playing in the truck. He was trying to escape. It's, it's don't uh, don't fear the reaper, and she has a little dance to herself. Mm. Another one would be when they play landslide in mm. the cabin. It's it, it's not purposeful and it's a little bit beautiful and it, it makes. I think the film is is kind of building on that idea that that the narrative isn't quite so important. We can have these. These, these extra bits, these different bits.
1: But this is all plot, this film. I mean, so if you know, if it's trying to do that, it's definitely not trying to do that. I mean, <laughs> you know.
0: Well, it's, it also has yeah. a plot that fully makes sense and it's yeah.
1: fleshed out. And Yeah, and it completely coheres. Yeah. So, um, so, I don't know. I mean, you know, what I learned is that uh, um, the uh, lead porn actress, the blonde... And Pearl are played by the same actress
0: oh right? are they?
1: yeah up. and again I thought you know that could have been interesting right because you know uh, if you put the focus on the blonde yeah and have her play Pearl then you could relate those two characters in a very intriguing way right except that the emphasis is really on the younger brunette porn actress right
0: no no that yeah that's the one who plays pearl oh is it yeah you know the blonde the one the main porn actress is not she's that's jenna ortega she plays a rain that's just a oh, rain right, okay okay
1: got it, okay got it. okay well then that that does make it that, that does add yeah. a layer of interest right because yeah. in a way yeah, the kind of the, the, you know, when the old lady says, you will be me, mm. then actually you think, well,
0: you are. Yeah, <laughs> I, uh, no, I didn't know that though. Uh, and, but I did, I did think that the film is drawing some t- a, a, a line parallel between these two. And yes. I actually wondered whether it would get time traveling about it, and, like, I'm actually you from the past or something like that. It doesn't do that. No, um, it doesn't
1: have the imagination to do much with it, actually. That's the problem.
0: Well, I'm not saying that my solution would have been imaginative. I'm just saying I, th- I wondered whether that's going to happen. <laughs> um, but you were pointing out there is that they were filming in secret a prequel to this called Pearl, which is about the old lady character. Yes. So we're going to apparently find out about her past and so on and so forth. It's interesting to make two films back to back, one of them in secret mm. until you know um, until such time. as... <laughs> there were things that I did
1: like very much about the film. So, for example, you know, at the beginning when there is a at a strip club, right. You know, they open the door in the back, and really, the the building mm. is a billboard, and you have the fields of wherever it is, but it's supposed to be Kansas, right? It's Texas. Texas, and yeah. you have this huge open space. I thought that was like, uh, you, you know, kind of visually, there are kind of intriguing, mm. intriguing ways that it's filmed. You know, that it kind of like creates angles, right, that are at once evocative of a space that's old and that's been lived in and that is mm-hmm. you know has decrepitude and also kind of very interesting kind of as a setting for the action that is always kind of skewed or something. So yeah. um I liked you know, I liked some of the compositions. Uh I like the period feel. Yeah, I, I think they managed to get that right in a way. Mm-hmm. Yeah, kind mm-hmm. of from the makeup and the hair mm. and you know, so all of that uh uh I quite liked. Um but I hated the experience of sitting through it.
0: Yeah, well, I loved it because you were sat next to me, but had you not been sat next to me, I wouldn't give them two shits about it. So what I would say is, I recommend this only if you can go see it with Jose. <laughs> Otherwise, <laughs> give it a miss. I'm not, I'm not, I don't think it's that interesting. really.
1: Yes, I screeched throughout. Yeah. Oh exactly. well, I wouldn't. I wouldn't recommend it at all, really. No. Uh, so, and I think it's overpraised as it is.
0: Yeah. Well, exactly. It's it. That's 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 the problem. Is people just lap this kind of low effort shit up? Mm. Like, oh, they talked about films I like. Yes. <laughs> it it's be better than that.
1: Anyway, thank you very much for listening. We are eavesdropping
0: at the movies, and we are on... Apple Podcasts, Audible, Google Podcasts, Spotify, SoundCloud, and YouTube. On social media, we're on Facebook and Twitter, and the website is eavesdroppingatthemovies.com. Thank you very much for listening. Bye-bye.